Hello. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, the podcast. Oh, you've got a little tagline? <laughs> you say tomato, I say science podcast. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. <laughs> I was facing away from the thing, so it might not pick it up. We okay. can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> First backtrack. Yes. There's a big backtrack. Oh, really? A major, major, huge backtrack. Oh, dear. That I forgot last week. Oh, okay. So this this is from two weeks ago? Yes. Okay. This is from an episode entitled, I think it was called, They Would Stand on Their Babies. So. Oh, yeah. The whole episode was based on a fact that you told. Yeah. Not true. No. Not true at all. You're no. true creature fact. Not true. No. Of course not. You fake news that podcast. <laughs> you fake news me all the time. You tell me things that get passing and I take them as fact. And you did it to the podcast. Yeah. That's how I roll. But you're such an intelligent man. And yet the things no. I seem to pick out that you say are the ones that aren't true. I suppose because they're the weird ones. <laughs> well, it's usually, it's, it's one of two things. Either one, I'm having you on for a laugh. <laughs> or two... I sort of say something and you kind of get the gist of it and then add some Tanya sparkle, sparkle fairy dust to it. <laughs> and then, it. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of, it becomes slightly different to what I said. Well, um, it's, it's not entirely your fault though, is it? Because there was a TV show that told it as if it was fact. Yeah, it was, um, it was on Top Gear, wasn't it? A Grand Tour, that new one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was either on Top Gear or the Grand Tour, I can't remember, it was on one of them. And they told it like a normal story. But then it turns out that it's just a a bit of a philosophical myth. I don't know if you remember this. It was about how a monkey in a hot box doing an experiment, when the floor got really hot, it would pick up its baby and hold it. But eventually, when it got too hot, it would just stand on the baby. And luckily, that's not true. <laughs> There's no as, proof that the science experiment... As far as we know, happened. it's not true. There but... was a famous scientist that I found that did horrible experiments to monkeys trying to show that you could induce depression, which is horrific. And I also blame you for making me find that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, it was a double whammy, really. But I like to pretend that there's no monkey that that experiment happened to. Yeah. And, and monkeys uh, wouldn't put their babies on the floor and stomp on them <laughs> to keep their feet no. cool. But you have to do a, a drink. All right. To make up for your... For my lies. For your, for your monkey lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I've, I've been I've been listening to Trump too often. That's the problem. Sitting around, <laughs> listening to my boy Don, and he's your boy Don. <laughs> Wait a minute! Did he tell you this monkey story? Is it all his fault? Yes, as um, most things, you it's know, Donald it's, Trump's, it's Donald Trump's fault. fault. As we now know in the modern world, everything is Donald Trump's fault and all the Russians. He it ruined... was the Russians. The Russians <laughs> told me about the monkey. He ruined Gremlins too, and now he's ruining his podcast. Yeah, there we go. Right, okay, so that's kind of the only backtrack that I have. All the other things, we need to be back... Backshed needs to be called backtracks and opinions, because they're not backtracks, they're just other people's opinion. Yeah. So we had some... But we named it, so like we can't really we can't really take umbrage with the name of the segment when we named oh, it. Oh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take umbrage with past me. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we had some really cool ideas come from people. Right, okay. About last week's episode about luck. And one of them came literally three seconds after we finished filming from your brother Alex, who was yeah, yeah. in the room. And uh, um, 
was it something to do with oh yes when he's saying that in sports rather than so for example in uh, in the olympics you would have to be people would be divided by their luck level rather <laughs> than by their you know their age or gender or their weight or whatever you'd you know wherever they divide people like in up. boxing you have heavyweight lightweight you'd yeah. have to have bad luck medium luck yeah because it wouldn't matter <laughs> if you were both the same size if one of you was super lucky and one of you was super unlucky that fights that fights ending Either way. The bad luck Olympics. Bad luck Olympics. That's what it is. That's a good point. Yeah, I loved that. I thought that was really interesting. Um, And then we were saying that the ultimate bad luck people wouldn't even get in that Olympics. Because they'd have such bad luck, they wouldn't even get in. They wouldn't even qualify. (laughs) No. Um, uh, Our friend, uh, Kieran, got in touch. And he pointed out that you would have to be banned from, like, roller coasters. Yes. Yeah, because every ride would become final destination if you did, if you had unlucky people on there. This life sucks yeah. for these people, but I love the idea of being like, you know, like you're too high to ride this or you're too yeah. you're not tall enough. Oh, but could could you be like an adrenaline junkie and like all these adrenaline junkies all on a roller coaster and they put somebody with a certain level of bad luck on there to be like, what's going to happen with this bad luck? Will nothing happen or will like... Just one chair fall out. Which chair will it be? You know. And what like rich people paying betting on when a bad luck person will die, and just like following with cameras around yeah. to see what happens to him, betting on the bad things. That yeah. Will happen to him. Oh, these poor people. We should discuss this last week, yeah. shouldn't we? And uh, my brother pointed out a really cool idea, which I think would be good in a film or something. That, in fact, it's not that different people have different level of luck. It's just that everyone has an alternative dimension where you're the lucky person. Right. So, like, when you get the luck, that's just your dimension. If you're the lucky one. Do you know what I mean? Like, Not really. So, like, every... Because, you know, there's inf- infinite dimensions. Yeah. Well, then each one of them, that just person is just super, super, super lucky. So it's like your dimension, basically. Oh, so what you're saying is there's no such... You can't... I, if I'm like, well, I'm, I've got good luck here, it just means that in other dimensions I have bad luck. Yeah. So and if you have bad luck in this dimension, it's like, oh, it's okay. There's a version of me somewhere in another dimension with really, really good luck. Like in Rick and Morty, where there's all the alternative dimensions with all different Ricks. Yeah. So if you're the luckiest person on Earth, that's just your world, basically. Right, right. I think that's what he meant. Yeah, okay. I've made that. What That's what he meant now. Oh, this is the, this is the tan, Tanya fairy dust again. <laughs> Getting the gist of it and then sort of tweaking it a bit. I want to ask you what you're drinking, but I feel like we both do this every week and we always have the same. Yeah, I've got homebrew dunkels, I think, this time. Oh, the German beer. Yeah, so that's nice. That's a good one. Oh, actually, yeah, I have something different this week. I have gin and tonic. You have gin and tonic? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Have you, um, is it just, is it just normal gin and tonic? No, it's Hendrix gin. Oh, <laughs> Hendrix gin and tonic. Yeah, a lovely lady in Wake bought it for me as a gift. Very nice indeed. They know me well. They yeah. bought me gin. <laughs> and just this week, they've got the, um... Apple and salted caramel gin has just come out, hasn't it? Shut your filthy mouth. Yeah. I need that in my life right yeah. now. Now this gin is shit gin. <laughs> just shitted on my gin. <laughs> Not literally. As people. per usual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you have a creature feature for us? Um, yeah, You know, as normal, no. But I'm going to try and wing it. So... No, no, this is a make-up a creature feature. <laughs> You're well, going to tell us the creature fight. It works for the monkeys. That one worked. We got a whole podcast out of essentially a lie. So this one will work too. Um, well, we were talking about luck last time, weren't we? So you were saying that the creature feature should probably relate to the previous week's subject. If Damn it. Can. I thought you were going to claim that idea as your own. And then I was going to be like, what a great idea. I 
wish I had thought of that, but you didn't. You gave no, me credit. I gave you credit. That's what, that's how I roll. I don't try and steal credit. You bastard. <laughs> that was, you know, I'm I'm known. Everyone says, Lee, Lee will totes my goats give you credit. By the way, I invented that phrase. So everybody knows, totes my goats. <laughs> oh, this is so out of context. Lee no, thinks... we're talking about credit, and I deserve credit for inventing... To- All right, granted, if you look on the internet, it seems as though it was invented many, many years before I said it. Yeah, but you think you invented it, like, two years ago. No, no. it was I, I invented it, like, ten years ago, probably. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. We were on holiday, like, three years ago, and we were walking through the street, and you said Toast My Ghost, and you were like, I invented that. I was like, no, you didn't. And I had to go on Google and write Toast My Goats in, and a thousand results came up. Yeah, a thousand results that copied me. Including one of your favourite TV shows, once again, Rick and Morty. But Rick and Morty only came out recently. Like, I was saying Toast My Goats maybe maybe te- maybe decades ago. I don't know. This <laughs> is kind of like... This is like... Um, it's like Richard Lewis, isn't it, in, uh, in Curb Your Enthusiasm, when he says that he... Invented the inv- question mark? No. He invented the, uh, the mother of all something oh, jokes, didn't sentence. he? And uh, and he says he invented that, and I claim I invented Totes McGoats. Well, someone someone had to, I suppose, but yeah. I don't think it was you. That's a... <laughs> it was me. It's like the guy from the basketball that owns. Let's get ready to rumble. Like he owns that. See again, this is where you take little bits, and then he's not from the basketball. I don't know why you think he's. he's well, he's the voice he's of a... the basketball. No, no, he isn't. He's <laughs> he's a he's a ring announcer in the boxing. And oh, I thought he was a. Ba- oh, do you know what I'm basing wasn't... this on? Well... It's at the beginning of the Space Jam song. Yeah, that's what I'm basing this on. This is exactly what I mean. <laughs> how things go through the Tanya translation device, and like <laughs> a boxing announcer is now the voice of basketball because you're making some sort of weird Space Jam connection. Yeah. You will go on my first whistle. <laughs> oh, now Gladiators has come involved. That's oh, good. Yeah, those Gladiators. Those Gladiators. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, sorry. What's your creature feature? Mm. You have a lucky okay. Um. Well, you know, like, black cats were unlucky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is the exact example I gave you earlier when I said, you should do something like this. To do with black cats. Uh, okay, well, okay. luckily I did. Okay, so black cats. This is a good little sci-fi connection as well. Oh, okay. Do you know, back in... Uh, in Scotland, back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, indeterminate time timeline, back in the day, back in the day. Uh, they had a um, legend about black cats that, you know, they said they were unlucky and stuff, which ties into why we think black cats are unlucky. Uh, and they were called cat, cat Siths. Mm. Yeah, the Cat Sith. Are you serious? Yeah. Is that where that Sith might that might be where the word Sith comes from? It so might be. That's where Sith comes from, one hundred percent. Yeah, we can now say to everyone that that's where it came from. Oh, that's quite cool, though. Yeah, so they had cat Siths, and cat Siths. Um, the cat Sith. Some people believed it was a witch that could transform into a black cat, and it could do so nine times, which is where the idea mm. that cats have nine lives comes from. Okay. Okay, I would like to say though that some people say is the same as back in the day. Like yeah. it's just an undeterminate amount of people. Yeah, yeah. I could be one. I could be yeah, one, one crazy Scottish man. Mad Phil was just like. <laughs> some say. You know, and you know the uh, the cat Seth there. It's a uh, it's a witch, I reckon. She can turn into a cat oh n- nine times, I reckon. A lot of the people that listen to this aren't British, then no one will know what you said. And unfortunately, I can't put subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. When you go to Scotland, everyone you speak to just has subtitles underneath <laughs> them at all times, just floating in the air. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's the uh, there's my little creature feature. Our mini question today is: um, 
if you were going to be in, I'm going to go fantasy this week. So if you were going to be in Lord of the Rings, yeah, which of the creatures would you be? So would you be an? Would you want to be an elf, an orc, a hobbit? You know, all those guys. Not even a, an elf, of course. They they've got superpowers and they live forever. You want to be a wizard? Oh, I, I can be a wizard. Yeah, but there's only like five in all of Lord of the Rings. I can be one of them, can I? You can be you a human. No idea, you, you can be a human and hope you'll be a wizard. No, I don't want to be. I'll, I'll be Gandalf, a goblin, or I'll be no I dwarf. Don't, I don't want to be a dwarf. <laughs> Jeez. You could be an eagle. I don't want to be a bloody eagle. All I do is I fly to Mordor once, <laughs> way too late, when I could have just done it at the beginning of the movie. And that's it. That's my whole... Okay, let's make this more interesting. You pick what I would be and I'll pick what you would be. Okay, you would be... You'd be Gollum. I'd be Gollum? You would be so Gollum. I can't be Gollum. I have to be a hobbit. No. Spoiler no, alert. Gollum is river Gollum folk, is a hobbit. He? Gollum is river folk, I think. Oh, he's a hobbit. Uh, you were not so different from a hobbit once, but he was different. <laughs> See? Well, you would be... You know what I'm going to say. You're going to say Sauron, aren't you? You would be an orc. I'd be an orc. <laughs> You're kind of cockney. <laughs> what? No, I don't want to be a bloody orc. I want to be... I want to be an elf. I want to be lord of the forest. No, I don't no. really like forests, though. I don't really like camping or anything like that. I prefer industry. Yeah, go on, I'll be an orc. <laughs> just like that, just change, just like that. Or you could be one of the ones that works in the pub. You could be a human. Why should I borrow that? Be a human. No, you'd be a good hobbit because you would just sit around. You could have food. You could have elevensies. You could have food when you wanted. You go to the pub. They had a little rugby pitch when we went to the Hobbit place in New Zealand. Yeah, they play rugby. The reality, yeah, I'd be a hobbit definitely. I think I'd be a hobbit too. Hobbit life is definitely my life. I think I'd be a hobbit too. Yeah. Food and the end. That's all I need. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I still think you'd be Gollum. <laughs> My bridges. <laughs> there you are, see? That was eerie. Okay. So this week's New World Rule yeah. comes to us from my soon-to-be sister-in-law. Pitched us an idea, which I was a bit unsure of first, but then I thought, actually, it's quite interesting. Because, well, you'll see. So well, that's, okay. that's what we're going for in this podcast. <laughs> quite interesting. <laughs> we don't want to go too hard. We don't want We don't want to be very interesting. That's too much. We don't want to set the bar too high. Just, you know, moderately entertaining would be okay if i achieve even moderately entertaining in my life i'm happy if one of these achieves that i'll be pleased (laughs) okay so in this world and this is the way it has always been yeah so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to try and pick a time in history to work with because in this world everyone is identical right now i know yours your first instinct is everything would stay the same but no it wouldn't (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah good good argument well made <laughs> so what do you think what springs to mind i suppose in a world where everyone looks the ident- like everyone looks exactly the same so everyone looks the same do they do they think the same speak the same no everyone is individual have individual personalities but i suppose that is kind of the question is I suppose, in, in my head, if you had a world where everyone looked exactly the same, personality would be such an important thing that personalities would be hugely different to each other. Right, okay. Maybe. Unless we're all clones. We're not, it's not, yeah, but even in Star Wars, the clone army, each one is different. The way they act, and like when you watch this cartoon, like they all have different like haircuts and they all have different like ways of being and stuff. Mm. So this is. A, uh, it's, we're not clones. Right. It's just that 
nature decided that we don't need to look different, so we all just have different. We all just look exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, go on. What's your as some as the pose of the question? What's your initial thoughts? Okay. So let's go right, right back to the beginning of when humans when like we 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 went from Homo sapiens to Homo erectus. Is that the two? Is that no, the way around? Other no, way around. No. Homo erectus to Homo sapiens. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back then. How do you think that would change the start of evolution if everyone was identical? Ooh, well, hmm. That's interesting. Because how, how would we mate, I suppose? Because yeah, the way is, we look is for mating, isn't it? Basically? Yeah, that's the purpose. Is like, is what we find attractive is features that are beneficial. Mm-hmm. In evolutionary terms, so for you know, women like generally speaking, women like men to be big, strong, muscular, brave, those sorts of things. That's because women want them to protect them, protect their young, especially by food. Provide food. Yeah, if you're living in a cave, you want somebody with you who is can, can look after themselves. Kill the dinosaurs you. for me. Kill the dinosaur. You want a friend Exactly. <laughs> well, maybe not Fred Flintstone. That's you. You yeah, set, you, you set the bar quite low here. there. <laughs> Fred was definitely... Yeah. <laughs> he was about five foot three. He had a beer belly, even though he lived in the Stone Age and they didn't have beer. I don't know if Fred Flintstone is your boy, but like, um, that's what you're looking for, right? But if everyone looks the same, then you can't really determine, you know, you can't really pick a mate based on that. You can't even determine gender. Oh, so everyone's, all males and females all look exactly the same as well. Mm-hmm. So we're just some like big androgynous... Yeah, and then, and then I suppose for are that... Are there males and females there? Yeah, there are. But I suppose the only way you know is if someone tells you. There's no right. there's no other difference. Right. But everyone has working boobs. <laughs> everyone has working boobs. Because then you can feed the young. Because that's, that's practical. You need, yeah, yeah. you need boobs to feed the young. But everyone has to have them to right. not distinguish each other. So they're not massive or anything. They're just as big as they need to so that they can function. And then when you Which have is babies... the right size for a boob, I feel. It shouldn't be too big. <laughs> but it should be the right size to function. And that means that, I suppose, when you have kids, everyone can feed them. Everyone. Men and women. <laughs> okay. Right. So you have to ask someone at a bar. Right. You, what? Can I... Can I no, can no, I, no, no, no. You have to ask them if they're a man or a woman. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> right. Okay, so they have, so each one has their own, they get to choose their pronoun. Do you I think... I want to be known as Z, however. Do you think, though, in a world with... I'm just thinking now, in a world where... In a world. But in a world where that, I suppose, would be the only difference, wouldn't that be the only thing we display? Is our gentles. Yeah, like we wouldn't hide them. Because you're showing people if you're a man or a woman. That's the only way you're going to know. Yeah, that's true. Is that mad? To imagine that, like, clothing would be aimed in the future and, like, would be aimed more to just, like, showing your genitals? <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Just, just, that, that's that crazy. Just crotchless chaps yeah. for everyone all around. But it wouldn't be weird, because this is, this is not our world where this is... That's how it's always been. <laughs> that's how it's always been. Because it's as an weird. animal, like, if you all looked identical, you'd have to, like, wave it around to show people <laughs> what you are in the wild. Yeah. So they would just evolve from there. <laughs> It's got this mental image of everybody just in the forest, in the wild, just <laughs> jiggling their junk and everyone else. Yeah, evolution would like derive from who was the best at like helicoptering. <laughs> when you're like, I'm doing the dance. I, don't I know, see. yeah. <laughs> I wish you people at home could also enjoy 
the little dance Tanya's doing. Is that crazy? Yeah, it's bonkers. It's absolutely mental. What are you talking All right, about? Well, what do you think would happen? <laughs> Fountain of knowledge over here. <laughs> no, it's um. Uh, so so like hair doesn't grow. They can't have long hair or short hair. Everyone's Wait, hair, hair does same. hair does grow, but it only gets to about like your length, like three inches. So right. yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So you couldn't really. Well, wouldn't you just have a situation then where all men shave their head and women don't or something? Yeah, yeah, that as well. That would also happen, I suppose. Yeah. So women would have long hair, but long hair in this world would only be but in three the wild, four inches. That or... wouldn't happen, would it? What shaving your head? Mm. Um, like in the wild, I suppose not. Like in the wild, you wouldn't be able to. So, the reason we girls have longer hair is because I imagine it's because our animal counterparts thousands of years ago. But surely men hair. would have long hair back then as well. Because how would you cut? How would you cut your hair? But then facial hair. No, I just mean it doesn't grow as much. But like facial hair I wouldn't grow on women. Would yeah, it? beard was the dif- was different for men. So men back in the day had long hair, but they also had beards. Yeah. These women just have long hair. I agree, though. In like the mo- more modern times, as soon as they start to become Maybe like societies, yeah, hair would be huge. Or vice versa, women would shave it. their heads, and women and men would have long hair. Yeah, and everyone would like dye it and cut it in soon, like to express yourself. Yeah, tattoos would probably be huge as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, as a way of differentiating yourself. Like self-expression on your body would be massive. Oh, do you think it would be like? Um, oh, you haven't seen this, but there's a TV show called Orphan Black. Yeah. about clones and there's like a kind of a secret society that's all about um, self-modifications right so giving yourself like bionic eyes or like splitting your tongue so it looks like a snake do you think that that would be huge in a world where everyone looked the same yeah probably I think even even now even in our world where everyone looks different we still have huge influence on like uh, body modifications and stuff don't we tattoos hairstyles all that sort of stuff. So it would make sense. So do you think? I suppose yeah, because because I said that there's men, still men and women. Mating wouldn't be that different, would it? Um, probably maybe, maybe not. More about but what? Yeah, what would what what would people find attractive? I suppose physical things like dancing. You know, like how some animals dance. Yeah, think of that. Yeah, <laughs> but wouldn't everyone be able to dance the same because they all look the same? We all have the same body. But you have different personalities, and different personalities like to dance differently. Dance differently, yeah. Or maybe, you know, like there's those birds that build beautiful nests. Yeah. And that fish that builds like a beautiful thing. So mm. your artistic ability yeah. would mean more. People's people's personalities would be more... Oh, gross. ...would shine through. <laughs> it sounds like this is already a dystopia, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, let's skip forward then to the modern world, okay? So yeah. we've established how people are mating and stuff. Which I think Which is the world, most important part. But it, it kind of is. Like, whenever you change a world rule where it has something to do with humankind altering, yeah. such a huge part of our society is is reproduction. That's like kind of really the only side of it, isn't it? Like, yeah. So I suppose that that's why it always gets brought up. Okay. Do you want me to just throw something at you and see what you think? Yeah, go for it. Okay. How would the legal system work if everyone looked the same well instantly we've got a problem haven't we like how do you identify a criminal when mm-hmm. everybody looks the same they're like what do you look like me you look like me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so that would be extremely difficult because oh can I just can I throw in that everyone has the same fingerprints oh, and okay. irises right 
So there is there is no way to determine the differences between people. The only difference would be blood type. So everyone has an individual blood type? No, no, no. They're just the same we have now, like four different blood types. Right. What about DNA? Like, would you would we we all still have different DNA though, right? Yeah, no, no, we wouldn't, would we? They'd only be literally two. They'd be Y chromosome and X chromosome, and everything else would be identical. Well, if we got if we got different personalities and we have different brains, if we have different brains, we'd have different different DNA, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can have different blood types. But yeah. So so, essentially, you'd have to have DNA evidence to convict anyone because by visual identification would be completely meaningless there'd be no witness per, like witnesses to they, things. yeah they could, you couldn't there'd be no such thing as witness because you're like well i saw someone who looks like everyone else commit the crime do you think though that they in a world where everyone was identical they would have a language for movement so like you know how like certain cultures have a lot of words like in the uk we have thousands of words for rain it feels like because that's something we experience a lot if everyone looked the same, maybe we'd have like really intricate ways to describe how someone moves, like your walk. Right, okay. And we'd become would... very good at identifying differences in movement. Yeah, like maybe everyone would, like that would be your identity, like you have a signature. Mm. How you move would be a signature. People would be able to describe your gait and your yeah. stuff like that. Which you could easily hide, so it's not that great for crimes. But... um. Maybe, like, you know how they compare handwriting? Which I suppose you could still do that one as well. But, like, you know how maybe they could show a video of you walking somewhere else down the street and then show a video of you committing crime and being like, it's exactly the same. Mm, yeah. Walk. <laughs> yeah. It would be very interesting, though, because how does a legal system function when you don't have... Where you either A, don't have witnesses, or B, witnesses... The, the value of a witness statement is even less than it is now. That's very difficult, isn't it? And how do you identify people? You know, fraud would be widespread because how they'd be very difficult to determine. And up until, I mean, now we have DNA, but imagine just 10, 15 years ago when you just didn't have, the technology was not sufficient enough to be able to do DNA testing for just basic things. I suppose it would, security-wise, it would be all about codes. So like it'd be passcodes. So you'd have to enter a 10-digit number to get into your bank account at any time you want to do something. Yeah. Do you have like, a passport, see? Yeah. Like, how do you... Proving your identity in this world would be immensely difficult, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's funny when you start thinking about how much your looks determine you. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the world around you? Because I suppose the other thing as well, you'd have such a clear divide between rich and poor because the rich would have plastic surgery and stuff. Well, to change their looks. Do you think? Like, yeah, the I richer you were, the less you looked like everyone else. Yeah. So the poor, which I suppose is very stereotypical, but the poor that would be forced to commit more like physical crimes, like stealing and stuff, because they have less, would, would be the ones the that looked more the same. And then you'd have dangerous modifications by, like you know, poor people who can't afford good people to do it. So you'd have like. It would almost be beneficial in a way to, to not have body modifications and to be normal looking. Yeah. Because it means you could commit loads of crimes and fraud <laughs> and get away with it. And then everybody in your town or your area all just said, look, we're all going to look the same. There's no way anyone would be able to We might be being convince. stupid about this. Do you reckon very quickly, as soon as you were born, they'd fit you with a chip? Well, it makes it a little bit more different now because now we're in the modern world and we have things like DNA and we have chipping and we have all these sorts of stuff. 
So yes, they probably would. Like you know, if it was if they introduced, you know, if this happened tomorrow, they had they could press a button and everyone boo, and we all had this world. Yeah, they would just. I think they would just chip every baby, and they would just they would Put take a bracelet a, on a baby, and that's it. Yeah, and they would take a DNA, and every single person would be on a DNA database and all that sort of stuff. Whereas, but imagine that it's nineteen hundred and you don't have any of that. Yeah. What that the world would kind of be chaos, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't be able to trust anybody. You wouldn't be able to have loans from banks because how could they prove your identity how could you possibly loan money to somebody when you don't really know who they are i think though i think we're looking we're not you know how they always say that you can't like aliens and us wouldn't even have the same context so we can't even imagine how that would be i feel like we we find it hard to imagine a world where but if we all look the same and that's how it always been the world would just sort out a way to do it yeah yeah like movement or voice Maybe your voice would be different. If your personality's different, maybe you But again, even that is like, you, you could do it by voice, um, but how would you do it in the, how would you do it back in the day? But then, but I suppose they did, do, I suppose they did do it back in the day. Like they didn't have photographs of people. How did people prove their identity back, you know, before photographs? Do you think, you know how people get a name and that identifies you as a person? Names would be really important, but maybe when you were born, your parents would give you a marking and that would be tattooed on you by your parents at birth. And then that's you then for life. Yeah. And that's that symbol, that intricate symbol your family have designed becomes you. Yeah, you know, that's probably is. Yeah, you're probably right that people would have those. But then people would be able to get copies of that made. But they but... can kind of fake things now, especially back in the Victorian times. Maybe even... um. Uh, branding is like yeah sounds horrible to brand a baby but like i'm actually this has actually made me think how did they back in the day like how did a roman hmm. prove their identity back in rome like if you if you went and put your money in the bank in a room because you know rome had banks and then you went to go get your money how did you prove it was you how it's did they know signatures. yeah it must have been must signatures, have been signatures and seals and stuff oh yeah yeah seals and things that's yeah that was big wasn't it yeah the seal so a symbol yeah maybe you'd need other, maybe it'd have to be verified by you'd if you wanted to go get some money or something out of the bank you'd have to very you have to bring three or four other people who'd all have their seals and they would all verify it i think it would take longer for photography to be invented because surely no maybe no probably not actually i was just thinking I think I'm wrong, but like I, you know, like how a lot of photography and portrait paintings and stuff were about showing who people were, the yeah. importance of like and sculpture and stuff. A lot of time it was very practical. Like I want to show that I lived here and I want a painting of me, and then that evolved into impressionism. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Like the the one of the um one of the big influences on the early development of photography was as a replacement to portraiture. So yeah, you might be right. They might it might have slowed down photography a little bit when they because portraits and wouldn't be as popular. But art would have been stunted, I suppose, because how much of art was based on people, wealthy people wanting a picture of themselves. But you think maybe you go the opposite way. If everyone looks the exact same, your art skills would be a very big distinguishing factor. Yeah. It would be one of the only ways you could sell yourself is if you were a dancer or if you were smart or if you could draw. But you need a market, don't you? So like, you know, uh, Hans Holbein, for example, you know, he's super famous. Everyone, he's one of the greatest artists of all time. But that's because all the nobility of Europe knew he was the greatest 
portrait painter in the world. Yeah, but isn't it more important to have a picture of yourself distinguishing your personality because you look the same as everyone? So wouldn't they draw you, but they would draw you surrounded by your favourite objects or your seal or your symbol to show who you are? It'd be even more important. But seeing a picture of you, would that be as important in a world where everyone looks the same? Because like, the reason why it's important to have a picture of Henry VIII is because I wonder what Henry VIII looked like. No, but that's what I mean. Maybe you wouldn't even be in it. Maybe it'd be your house. Like, oh, yeah, because I suppose in this world, like everything else apart from your look would be important. So like, your architecture would be crazy and beautiful because... It's how you're getting your beauty. Or would beauty be a concept in a world where everyone looks the same? Because it's not how you mate, so why do you care if something's... Maybe it'd be more important would be something, instead of people having pictures on the walls of themselves, they would have maybe like poems on the walls, which would describe your personality in some way. Yeah, so writing would be more important. Yeah, so maybe art would sort of wither a little bit, and it would be more to do with writing, because it's like... And then you'd have maybe things like, you know, an early version of psychology would be around where they can where people analyze your personality to say why you do the things you do trying to understand you know the deep-seated psychology of people and put it into prose and that would be more important than a picture of them it's oh we've got this really great poet poet who understands what makes people tick and he can (laughs) he can really distill you and your personality down to this lovely poem yeah maybe that would be some uh well, would things, if everybody looks the same, mm-hmm. would things like sport have any value? So, yeah, because everyone's got the same muscle. Yeah, everyone's, if everyone looks, and for all intents and purposes, all our bodies are the same, unless, I'm sure if some one person overeats and one person goes to the gym, the person who goes to the gym will be, you know, uh, will look better, obviously, and be more physically fit. Yeah. But would there be much point in having an Olympics when you just have everybody's physical capabilities were basically the same? And then they would be, um, you know, the 100 metres would just be eight guys or eight gals who, because, yeah, you wouldn't have, and you wouldn't have gender split, would you? Because you'd have the same body. And then you just, they'd all run the same speed. I wonder if you'd actually have as much of a, like a city country divide if you all look the same. Because you're... I suppose, again, I know we keep bringing up Rick and Morty in this podcast, but I suppose it's like that, the unity one, where they all look the same, but then they've got the difference. They fight between nipple sizes and stuff. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I suppose, like, people would always find a reason to say, like, I'm better than you, and you stay over there, and I'll stay over here. Like, in South Park, what do they fight over? Oh, no, no, sorry, Red Dwarf, and they're fighting over the... Oh, the, the colour of the hats, I think. Yeah, so they'll that, yeah. always fight over something. But do you know what I mean? Like... Would you have an Olympics? Because an Olympics is to join countries. And would countries be as separated if everyone is the same exactly? Yeah, that's a good point. You'd probably have two two issues there. It's one, the whole reason we have an Olympics is because the ancient Greeks were like, you know, the, they, they uh, admired the human body and they saw beauty in the human form and the diversity of the human form. So they were... So it was... That was the inspiration behind it was we need to hold an event which yeah. celebrates all the various physical aspects of humanity. So speed, strength, jumping, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> speed, strength, and jumping. jumping. That's yeah. the... <laughs> um, it's the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what defines humans. Speed, strength, <laughs> jumping. Um, but uh, yeah, but that wouldn't be as important in this world, would you? Because everyone looks the same, everyone's physical capabilities are the same, so is there much reason to compete? So maybe there'd be no Olympics. And then, yeah, there wouldn't be a difference in people's looks 
Um, which, which you wouldn't fight as much as with maybe weapons would build very fast. There would probably still be like cultural differences because I suppose to, if you have a whole planet of all people look the same, they still live. You know, there's no there's no real difference between the British and Australians or New Zealanders or Canadians. They're all descendants of Britons from two hundred years ago. We're all the same people, and yet we have big cultural differences because we live on the other side of the world to each other. But what I mean is, years ago, when we were in caves and stuff, the strongest were the most important. Yeah. But if everyone's... Obviously, there's still people that are a little bit stronger, but, like, if everyone's basically the same exact physical capabilities, surely tool building would have become really important very quickly, so weapons would have evolved much faster than they did in our world. Yeah, possibly. Because... Because that's the only way to get the upper hand yeah. is by getting. Whereas, you would, for a long time you can get the upper hand just by being bigger and stronger than people. Whereas that in this world doesn't really. Um, in a world where baby looks like you did, and every old person looks like you'll become. Yeah. And everybody like so, if someone's addicted to drugs, that's you. What you would look like addicted to drugs. You know, everyone's got modifications, and I suppose in a world where everyone looks the same, tiny modifications would completely change them to you. Yeah. But. Do you think it would change the morality of a world if you were always watching you die and you'll be born? Like, you'd always be aware of where you're going and where you are in society, and you'd always know how old everyone was because you'd easily be able to tell. Yeah. That's a very good point. Would it would it make people more empathetic? Yeah, probably. Because everyone is you. It's all like a family member almost. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's kind of why people feel the way they do about their kids, isn't it, and their family members, just because they kind of look like you. I wonder if yeah. genetic material, so... You probably have more of that, like, um, village mentality. Like, bringing up kids wouldn't be, like, a fat... Like, it wouldn't be so important to have just you and your kid. You'd probably be, like... Yeah. Takes a village mentality. Yeah, I think, I think maybe we've become a little bit more, you know, like like ants or like bees you know we'd we'd, we'd have do little this. wiggle dances whenever we find interesting things that, that too say. yeah yeah maybe we would. <laughs> <laughs> we would but yeah maybe we would like form giant colonies and we'd all be working towards the the greater good because greater it was like good. the greater good because we would there would be that psychological difference where we are all the same person we are all one and there'd be this sort of pantheistic idea that we are all united. Because, like, if you see, oh, you know, you see an old person fall over yeah. on like ice or it's something. So funny, isn't it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, sorry. It's not funny. It's horrible <laughs> when you see I've an old person. Read that. Read that all wrong. <laughs> but you yeah. know when, like, and then you go over and you you take their pension and you run off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll change it for you. Okay. Imagine you saw someone. You go to a cafe one day and you see someone sat there and it's you, but you've got cancer. So they've like lost all their hair, they're withered and it's you, you're looking at yourself, what you'll look like when you're close to death. I just, I feel like that's why people already kind of shun their older relatives. Do you mean like, because people just can't deal with it. So if it's always you, what would that do to society? Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, it would affect it a lot. I think there would be a lot less sort of, um, I think everything would be a lot more communal. Would it It could go two ways. It could either be really communal and everyone feels compassion for everyone because everyone is you. Or if everyone's you and no one's special. Yeah. So I, maybe you'd be like, ship the old people out of the way. I don't even want to look at them. Let's Logan's run them. <laughs> Where's the iceberg? Sail them out yeah. on the iceberg. 
Yeah, maybe it would dehumanize people. It would it would make you insensitive to the concern because it was maybe maybe you would you would judge other people more harshly because you would say, well, we're the same person, and look at the state you found yourself in. That's your yeah, fault. Yeah. And then I wonder if everyone would have the same exact life expectancy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Which would be good for planning, because you could plan exactly how many people are going to die each year of old age, in, you know, barring accidents or whatever. I, I've got to say, your beer smells like you're drinking pure whiskey. Does it smell quite strong? It smells like whiskey. It doesn't smell like beer. It smells like whiskey. Oh, God. Have you bought whiskey in this beer? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I taste it? Yeah, of course you can. It's quite tasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting it depends how you look at it doesn't it because on one hand you could be like oh it would be very very nice and everyone like the whole world would be a family because we all look the same so we'd all be this sort of family idea we'd all help each other out we'd all feel very close and intimate and all that sort of and stuff everyone would be extra creative because they need to be distinguished themselves yeah. and stuff like it so this is quite interesting this might be the first world we've ever done where it could be a utopia or dystopia and it all depends on like the, a pinhead. Like, yeah. at one point in history would determine how happen? it went. But then... Because the other way it could go is that we, you know, it is the idea that we know that that's what ant colonies and, and bees are like, where everyone's the same, everyone looks the same. You don't think that two ants, other ants look different? Um, Not really. I think maybe they do. I don't know. But like, I'm just using it as an example. You don't think that... you can have like a hot ant and an ugly ant? No, not really. I don't think there's. I don't think they have the 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 one to ten scale. Hot beast in hotness. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's quite the same for ants. The only I'm trying to think of real life situations you could apply it to and try and see how it works. And the only thing I keep thinking is identical twins, or when you get quadruplets and stuff, and how whenever you see things with them, like they they fight to have their individual personality. Like not they, always, though. You, not, like, not always. Lots of twins dress exactly the same well, no, no. and their live parents, together. Their parents force them to be the same. But I think that you always, whenever I've seen interviews, like we watched a few documentaries about twins, it always seems like they want their own individual space. But then the only ones that sometimes twins seem to come back together later in life and start to be the same. And I think that's because the world is so different. Yeah. Whereas if the world was completely the same, I feel like yeah, everyone would want to stand out, and be their own person. Yeah, but wouldn't it, but would there be, but in that world, in a world where everybody's the same, like we, the reason why we value uniqueness in our world, one of the reasons I would argue is because we are all unique. Mm -hmm. So we're in this world where we're all unique. We're like we should value that. That's not a bad thing. We're in this world where everyone's unique. We should embrace it and we should but, value but they're uniqueness. Unique too. But they're in a world where physically they're all the same. Yeah, no, I know. But this is what I'm saying about how we're seeing it through our eyes. It's like, to them though, look isn't something that exists in their world. So to them, if, they, if two individual people that looked exactly the same and everyone in the world looked the same, they would be like, but I am nothing like that person. They are nothing like that person. We wouldn't know the looking different was a thing like we take for granted that everyone has two legs yeah unless obviously like something like you know on average everyone has two legs when a human is born so we don't like for, for can you see no, what no. i'm saying no I know, a, I know what you're saying what you're saying is to them if everyone looks the same they don't even know the idea that someone looks different yeah there's so no concept of difference. there's no concept of difference physical differences doesn't make any sense to them because so there's only the differences so, they can identify. so personality differences would be even more magnified because 
that's what difference means. It yeah. doesn't mean because it's kind of like in on Earth now, everyone breathes oxygen, yeah. so we don't even take it. We're not like oh, they, everyone breathes oxygen. Yeah. Into the, why doesn't everyone breathe different gases? Each individual person breathes different gases. It doesn't. We just take it for granted that everyone breathes oxygen. And in this world, we just take it for granted that everyone looks the same. Yeah, I agree. That would be a distinctive feature. But what I mean is, in a world where we value uniqueness <clears throat> in looks, in hairstyles, in personality, in culture, in strength, in height, we <clears throat> are human beings are kind of defined by the fact that every individual person is different in every conceivable way. Yeah. In a world where people aren't different in every conceivable way, wouldn't there be lots of people who are like, let's value the fact that we're all the same. Individuality is not a thing to be celebrated. Sameness is to be celebrated because we're all the same. So that's a good thing. Yeah. We should celebrate sameness. I, I know what you mean. I think that you'd probably find the same way in our human history. I reckon you'd get like, to start off, you'd probably get certain countries that have always been individual and then certain countries that were more like a colony. But I reckon as humans evolve more and more and more, individualism would win out. Maybe. Like them, and everyone's going to feel like that's my baby as well. Yeah. If you've had a child, and your child gets to eight, and then you walk into a room and you see a baby, it's going to be your baby. It's going to be like, there's my baby again. So yeah. if it's hurt or is it, you'll feel the way you'd feel if your child was hurt. Hmm. So I don't know if you'd have the same parental thing. I think you would be very, yeah, communal and... Yeah, maybe the concept as well of might is right, which is the basis of a lot of humanity's sort of decisions and the way we organise things. Mm. Maybe that wouldn't even exist or it'd be very, very, very low in our list of priorities because might would never have been right at no point in the past would just the strongest person have dominated because they wouldn't have been a strongest person. It'd be the smartest. Maybe just, yeah, because they've evolved so quickly with weapons, they do say, don't they, that like, and by they, I mean, I don't know who, but I'm just sure they. some people say yeah. that, um, like, invention comes through war. So if you were inventing yeah. weapons because you weren't the strongest, surely you'd be inventing other things much quicker. So if we all looked the same, maybe we'd have evolved quicker. Yeah, so like what, well, like the idea that like necessity is the mother of invention type thing. Yeah. In this world, it's it's more... Um, People are individual. It's more essential the same, so to it's essential. Have, Yeah, the, the necessity for some form of dif differentiation yeah. would mean that weapons would be invented sooner and... So that could maybe we'd destroy ourselves. Maybe we'd have already got some nuclear bombs and blown, blown ourselves up because... No. Of, <laughs> Well, you know, if, if if weapons have become so important, then maybe there would be that, you know, that that would be one of the great filters we're talking about. And it's like people would destroy themselves because use of weapons would be important. But then, yeah, maybe the people have more empathy because everyone looks like them. They'd be less likely to use the weapon. Conscious choice to do these things. Oh, you know what happened, Lee? What? Back in the day, there was a village and there was a guy who was the violent one. And they tried to help him. And he kept doing stuff. And they were like, get out of here. And they were like, he's like, oh, I got the same face as you. And they were like, we don't care. Get out of here. And he wandered off into the mountains. And then he found another guy that was kicked out. And another guy. And then they teamed up. And there's like 20 of the most evil, violent versions of people in this world. And then they took over everyone else. <laughs> that is probably what would happen, yeah. <laughs> like a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Of, of people with your own face. <laughs> yeah. Just storming your village. and The bad faces. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd all like scar their face to show that they're not like that everyone else evil faces, yeah. <laughs> that is what happened. But it, but it could happen. Like, it's, yeah. it's not... I could... 
I was about to say I can see where this could happen. Of course I can. I just came up with the idea. But yeah. <laughs> can you can you see how that could believably occur? Yeah, yeah. Because you would be, you know, when you when you say, well, why do people do bad things now? You can say, well, they're just they're born with something wrong with them and they're evil. You know, they're all these sorts of different reasons you come up with, like you know, from they from the uh childhood and all that sort of stuff. But if everyone is more or less the same, but I suppose if their personality is the same, maybe they do were abused as kids and they were in, they grew up poor and all that sort of stuff. But you would know it's not a genetic defect. Well you wouldn't really though, would you I suppose because That's it all it could be some maybe. That's all it would have to be your personality. So there'd have to be something wrong with your brain. So yeah. I don't know. It kind of it, it kind of changes things but it kinda of doesn't at the same time. Because on the one hand, yeah, on the one hand it does, and on the other hand it doesn't. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. I love, I bet you'd love when I start sentences like this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that animals would have a huge importance? Animals? Because they look so different. But they look different now, though, don't they? Yeah, but we all look different too, so, you know, we're not that bothered. But, like, if animals, if you're in a world where everyone looks exactly the same, Mm-hmm. different types of animals like a dog looking different would really reflect your personality so like you know like how in um oh what's it called uh the amber spyglass the golden compass and everything they have like demons like animals that express their personality that hang around with them right you think like people would be like oh i'm a parrot person or like i'm a cat person he's my um, pocket gym. yeah maybe so you're saying you're basically saying like would animals be another accessory for displaying your personality because they they're so beautiful to <laughs> sorry if you can hear that car scream but yeah because they'd be such a a different thing in the world that they would look beautiful to you yeah creatures yeah. that are alive that look different to each other yeah but yeah but we we do kind of have that now as I'm saying because I can look at humans and I look at a dog that dog doesn't look like a human. No, I know, but we already love dogs in a world where we all look different and we have a lot of stuff to occupy ourselves with our own looks. Yeah. But if everyone looked exactly the same, I just yeah, I think yeah, accessory is a better word. We use yeah. animals as our personality accessory. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, be what, your... what what animal would you see I got there before you did there? What would be your animal? So many. Your accessory. Oh, animal. Go on, are we Can I have a red panda? <sighs> He's stealing my one there. I want a red panda. I want him to. Or maybe an otter. I was going to pick otter. Oh, we get two little otters and they can hold their hands in our bath. Yeah. (laughs) I want. I think a red panda and an otter would get along quite well, though. (laughs) You can ride him. (laughs) Don't ride a red panda. You'll kill him. If you don't know what a red panda is, if you don't know what an otter is, then I can't help you. But because you're obviously mental. But if you don't know what a red panda is, go and have a look on Google because they're the greatest animals of all time. Yeah, they they look not only do they look cute, but they their personalities are just tremendous, aren't they? And they wiggle their butts and stuff. Yeah, they're very cuddly. <laughs> they're kind of jerks, <laughs> but in a in a lovable and adorable kind of way. Oh, I'm loving this world. Everyone have cool hair and cool clothes and the architecture would be good and everyone would be autistic and there'll be animals everywhere. That's our world now. Yeah, but this one would be cool. <laughs> this one would have to be that way for us to be different. Yeah. If everyone had the same taste buds, maybe there'd be certain foods that we just wouldn't be invented because no one would like them. Oh, so maybe we could get rid of sprouts. What if we all loved sprouts? What if in this world sprouts... It doesn't matter what world. I would never like sprouts. <laughs> There's not one dimension. No, there's in not. In the infinite no. dimensions where you no, like sprouts. No, that's 
That's how we know <laughs> infinity is only a concept. It's not real. Because if there is such a thing as infinite dimensions, there is definitely no dimension where I like sprouts. <laughs> that goes without saying. So therefore, I infinity you doesn't what exist. Infinity is. <laughs> no, that's, it, it disproves infinity because infinity means there has to be, and I know there isn't. I still think I still think the sprout paradox. Sprout paradox. Disproves infinity. I don't think it's a paradox. It's the it's the sprout rule. It, it's, it's like the golden rule. It's but like it's kind of an paradox paradox because infinity implies that every possibility will occur. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know for a fact I will never like sprouts. So therefore those two things are paradoxical. But last week's episode was called the luck paradox and I can't call this the sprout paradox. So you need to think of a better word. Right. So that I can name this episode that. <laughs> The, the Sprout Conundrum? That one. That there we are, the Sprout Conundrum. <laughs> That's what it'll be. Okay, so would you live there? Um, no. No? No. I'm all, I'm all right. What if I could say... I'm just very concerned that I'm going to have to eat sprouts there. That's my number one concern <laughs> now. Um, I think I think I would live there. You would? Yeah, I do think, I think it would be... Over... The luck universe or wherever one we have. No, no, no. This is just where you live there. Now I'm going to answer. Over our current world? Yeah. No. No, no. Not just... Not over our current world. Just like, if I said to you, you have to or you... Die? Then yeah. <laughs> I'd live there. No, no. I just mean... Well, okay. Are you... I've got to compare... Different... You've got to compare it to something. Because if you just like, would you live there? It's like, well, I would do most things once. But like, what, what do you mean? What do you normally compare it to when we, I ask It's question. either our current world or like the previous week's Well, then world. the next question is... This world or last week's world. So I suppose this world. Would you rather compared to this world? I would say that world is a dystopia, or maybe a midtopia, but not a utopia. You're jumping ahead. That's the other big question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... No, I'm saying okay. compared to this world. Okay, it's that. So would compared you live there to... compared to this world? No. No, you're not trading in this world for that. No. World. Okay. Okay. No, I'm fine. Which is... Okay. So, would you rather live in this world or the luck world? The luck world makes no sense. The luck world or the no face world? Which one are you going yeah, to? Yeah, I'll go to no face world. So is this a dystopia, midtopia, or utopia? I think it's a di- dystopia. No, well, not dystopia. It's a midtopia. It's basically this world, but a little bit less interesting. I can't believe we invented midtopia. It's such a necessary world. Word. It is, yeah. Such a ne- you use it all the time. That's what this world is, isn't it? What do they call this word? Is it? Is there a word? No. You like words? Yeah. <laughs> is there a word? Maybe there is. I need to look into this. Maybe I've never really looked into it, but if the word midtopia exists, I'm so sad. Yeah. We should patent that shit now. Yeah. I invented the word Metopia. <laughs> oh my I god! My <laughs> Unfortunately for you, we have it on record the moment I invented it. Yeah, no, no. You said Midopia, and I said Midtopia. So I feel like I invented. Well, I'm in charge of the edit, so we'll see how. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, <laughs> we'll how see how what history says. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, where in the world can we find you? Uh, n- nowhere, because I have no face. No face. Well, wouldn't that be interesting? No social media. Like, yeah. Good. Actually, yeah. No social media, that would be good. But then we wouldn't have a podcast, so maybe not so good. Yeah, because our faces are definitely a big part of this podcast. No, no, but social media is quite important to it, isn't it? Yeah, but you'd have social media. you just have Twitter and stuff where it's all about writing. You literally just said there'd be no social media. I meant Facebook. It would just be book. It would just be <laughs> book. Says, there'd be no Facebook. <laughs> there'd be no Facebook. <laughs> no, it'd be called no Facebook. No That's Facebook. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you have any ideas, comments, or um, 
quandaries over what we've said tonight, please email us at drinksanddystopia at hotmail.com um, or leave a comment on uh, anywhere that you listen to this, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, like a, a, a toilet wall or something like that. Why are they listening to this on a toilet wall? I didn't think that through. Didn't think it through at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to smear their opinions of this podcast. <laughs> All over toilet walls. I feel like that's that what so we're doing to, to them. Yeah. We're just smearing our opinions yeah, over their ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they should pass it on to toilet walls. Well, thank you so much, Meg, for that. Really good. I really like that. It was a pretty good idea, that. Yeah, I like it. Wait, what are we? What is our mission here? What's our mission statement for this podcast? Um, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations. <laughs> To, po- to boldly podcast on shit no one cares about. Uh, two dystopias. Two dystopias. Cheers. Cheers. We did it. Bang. <laughs> In the can. Or whatever they say. Another week. Uh, another week, another podcast. Let's get pizza. Another crushing disappointment. <laughs> we, can get, we can get pizza if you want. Pizza.